You are listening to the Winners Ways podcast with Bola Halabi, episode number 52. Would you like to win and achieve success in what you do? Welcome to the Winners Ways podcast, where we create winners every day. And now your host, the author of Winners Ways book and life coach, Bola Alabi. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Winner's Ways podcast, where it's all about your career, your money, and the motivation to live life to the fullest. This is episode 52 of this podcast, and today we will be discussing a topic that I know most of my audience will benefit from. And the title for today's episode is Better Money Habits for a Financially Stable Future. That's right. Uh, you already know that one of the goals of the Winner's Ways podcast is to help the listeners to discover ways to optimize their money. That is, I want people to prosper financially. Yes, I want people to find a career that they enjoy, that they love, and I want them to be able to use the money that they make from this career to create the life that they want. So why are we talking about better money habits today? In the past two weeks, I read a story about this young athlete that was very, very rich in his 20s, and he soon went broke in his late 30s. And, you know, from reading that story, I observed the pattern and I studied more people. And I found out that this is not an uncommon situation. We don't want this here at Winner's Ways. I want you to discover success. I want you to be able to manage your money successfully. And that's why I'm creating today's episode on how to develop better money habits. You see, a habit is defined as an acquired mode of behavior that has become completely involuntary. What that means is that a habit is something that has become a part of you. We all have different kinds of habits. Some people, when they speak, there's a pattern that they use to speak. We have habits in the way we walk. We have habits in the way we even look at people. One of my habits that I've developed over many years is that during each work week, I always pick up the clothes that I'm going to wear the following morning. I pick them up in the previous night. Uh, this is just for me so that I can quickly get ready. I don't have to make decision about the type of clothes that I want to wear to the office. So that has become an habit for me. You can argue that smoking or even chewing gum 
are habits that later become addiction for people. I also want you to know that there are good habits as well as bad habits. Saving money is a good habit, for example. Investing your money so that your money can work for you is a fantastic habit to develop, at least if you want to have a financially stable future. Spending all your money is a bad habit. You must get rid of that. Using a credit card without paying them back is a bad habit. Being timely, that is, when you have an appointment, getting there on time is a good habit to develop. Eating too much is a bad habit. Smoking cigarettes is a bad habit. We must say that. So when it comes to learning about how to manage your money, there are some excellent habits anyone who wants to build wealth should follow. For example, you got to create budgets. You got to avoid debt. You got to learn how to have a saving plan. You must know how to invest your money so that your money will work for you. And you, if you live in the United States of America, you must take advantage of the tax deferred investment options. That's your 401k or 403b. And so today, I'll be sharing five better money habits that you need to cultivate in order to build a financially stable future for yourself and your family. The good news is that irrespective of your situation in life, you can start following these tips, these habits, and you will find success if you stick to them. So let's go over the habits. Five better money habits that will help you to build a financially stable future. As you might have guessed, the number one habit is that you must create a budget. Your budget is a guide that will help you decide where your money goes at the end of each month. Working hard, earning money without having a budget on how to spend that money is like going on a trip to an unknown destination without having a map or a navigation system to take you there. You wouldn't do that, would you? In the same way, you don't just start spending the money you work so hard for without first planning what you need to spend those money on. And so creating and sticking with your budget is a good habit that can help you position yourself for a financially secure future. So when you get your income, there are, I know you have to take care of your expenses and in your budget, you must have essentials item that you need to pay for. The essential one should include your housing, your feeding, and to pay your utilities and clothing. And there are discretionary items as well that must be on your budget. And this may include your entertainment. Or maybe if you want to eat out, maybe you want to pay for your cable subscription, these are discretionary. 
essentials are must-have. Discretionary, on the other hand, are just something that makes you happy. You just want them just to make you happy. They are not part of your need. I'm going to leave on the show notes a budgeting guide that I created. I call it Budget 101. This is going to help you to set up your budget. And there are many budgeting apps that you can download on your phone that will help you to create and manage your money. And you can go the old traditional way of downloading Excel file and plugging your income and your expenses. If you want to try out budgeting apps, I'm going to recommend Mint because I've used them so much. With Mint, you can link your online accounts, your credit card, your mortgage loan, your bank account, and you'll be able to uh, you'll be able to monitor your money with this app. Of course, you know that countries do have budgets, organizations have budgets. So you as an individual, if you want to succeed in your finances, please create your budget. It's a good money habit to develop. Number two, you have to save money, then spend. Most people try to save what is left after spending from their income. People with better money habits spend what is left after saving a portion of their income. If you want to build a financially stable future, then you need to change your habit from spending before you save. I know that in America today, there are many people in debt. And for most of them, it's not their fault. The cost of healthcare is crazy in this country. The cost of prescription drug, those are astronomical, especially if you do not have health insurance. Housing cost is going higher every year. The cost of education in America is extremely high. And that's why we have an average student coming out from undergraduate with over $30,000 in student loan. If you even check with the people with graduate degree, the debt almost doubled to about $60,000. The other day I was watching the Democratic presidential debate and I listened to the candidates uh, on how they want to deal with the student loan crisis in America. Most of them are just looking at the symptoms. They are not focusing on the real cause of the issue. Because what they said was that, hey, we are going to write off all the student loan debt. That's okay. But does that actually address the cost of uh, college degree in America? No, that did not address the cost of college degree in America. College degree in America is too expensive, period. So the question is, what can we do to reduce the cost? This is what the politicians should look at, not just writing off debt. It is not as if the quality of education in America is significantly better than everywhere else in the world. Bachelor's degree in the United States is the same as bachelor's degree in Canada or United Kingdom for that matter. 
Only that it's cheaper in those two countries. Anyway, today's episode is not about student loan debt. By the way, if you are planning to go to college in America, please check out episode 16 of this podcast and you'll learn about how to plan and pay for college. If you are in debt already due to student loan, check out episode 19 and 21 to learn how to pay off your student loan. But my point is, you got to find a way of saving your money before you spend. Ideally, experts recommend that you should save and invest around 10 to 15% of your income. Again, many people are still out of job in our country despite the low unemployment rate and so many are stuck in low-paying jobs maybe due to outsourcing of high-paying job in the country. Income gap is getting wider. We now live in a society where the top 1% have more wealth accumulated than the bottom 75%. Hey, I'm not in any way condemning the wealthy. Most of them are good people that have worked very hard to get to where they are. The point is, if it's difficult for you to save 10% of your income, why not start with 1% and continuously find ways to catch up and save more? Maybe if you start with 1% this year, next year you can go to 2% and the following year you try and see if you can increase it to 3%. Now, even if you cannot save 1% of your income, try $10. Try $1. Just try to do it because the goal is that we want saving money to become an habit for you. And by the way, check out episode 30 and 31 of this podcast for ideas on how to save money and gain control of your finances. And uh, starting next month, I'm going to be doing a... 10-day money finder challenge. This is to help people to find ways of saving money. Uh, If you have not subscribed to my newsletter, please go to www.winnersways.com to sign up for my newsletters and you'll be able to participate in this money finder challenge. So that's number two, you save then you spend what is left. Number three, you need to examine your cash flow. It is always a good habit to know how much you have. You will be surprised that many people do not have a good grasp of what is coming in to their accounts and what is going out each month. They may not know what the amount of money that is spent on groceries or their utility bills. You need to develop a good money habit by knowing the exact amount of all your expenses from month to month. Cash flow is the amount of money coming into your account minus the amount going out of your account each month. 
if you have positive cash flow, that means you have lesser expenses than your income. If you have negative cash flow, that means you spend more than you make. Let me give you an example. If you make $2,000 each month and you are able to live with $1,500 every month, that means you have positive cash flow of $500 left each month. And that's good. On the other hand, if you make $2,000 every month and you spend $3,000 each month, yeah, it's possible because you just go and use your credit card. That means you have negative cash flow of $1,000 each month. And that's not good. If you continue for a very long time like that, spending more than you make, you'll soon go bankrupt. We don't want that for you. So you have to monitor your cash flow. So if you want to build a good money habit, if you want to have a stable financial future, you must aim for positive cash flow. So how do you start? You need to make a list of all your monthly expenses, your housing, rent, mortgage, utilities, any out-of-pocket insurance, any debt. Subtract those expenses from your income for the month. If you have negative cash flow for this month, you need to learn how to cut your expenses or better still, you need to find a way of making more money. So you must maintain positive cash flow. That's the message here. Number four, you need to get out of debt. In America today, the student loan debt is about $1.5 trillion. The auto loan debt is about $1.2 trillion. The credit card debt just surpassed $1 trillion. The consumer debt in America is $4 trillion. Check it out. That's more than the entire GDP of India. And India has over 1 billion people. Their GDP is just about $3.16 trillion. The mortgage loan debt in America alone is approximately $9 trillion. Again, that's more than the GDP, gross domestic product of Japan, which is around $5.36 trillion. United States government debt is over $22 trillion now. Trillion with a T. These are huge debts. Politicians every year, they'll come to you that, hey, vote for me. I'll take care of this debt. I'll make life better. But hey, these guys are lying. Not the Republicans, not the Democrats have what it takes to solve this epidemic of debt in our society. So it is left to you as an individual to figure it out. I'm also on that journey. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to live a life of prosperity financially. And that was why I started Winner's Ways, to help more people to join me in this journey. So considering that there are two sides to the money equation, the income side, 
that's what you get each month and the expenses side to avoid debt you must consistently make sure that your income is higher than your expenses if your expenses are consistently higher than your income you have two choices only two my friends you either you reduce your expenses or you increase your income period i know that cutting back can be painful but if you have a goal that you want to achieve you must be willing to make the necessary sacrifices that will get you there hey i am preaching what i have practiced i'm not telling you to go do what i have not done if you have been a listener on this show you know my journey you know when i had all those student loan auto loan credit card debt i did what i'm telling you to do today I cut down all my debt. I pay them off. And I want you to pay your debt off too. So by all means, please avoid debt. Get out of debt. Make sure that your expenses are not higher than your income. So that's number four. Number five. This is the fun one. This is the one that I love the most. You got to learn how to give it out. Yeah. You may be wondering, Bola, what's going on here? I am in debt to my teeth. I am struggling to make ends meet. And you are telling me to give it out? For real? Are you kidding me? No. I know this may be difficult, especially if you are still struggling to get your financial house in order. Maybe you earn an income of $2,000 each month. And you need $3,000 to maintain your lifestyle. And I'm telling you to give out something. I'm going to repeat it. You must learn how to give it out. Giving is very rewarding. Giving will give you some unexplainable joy. That all your money may not even be able to provide. I'm an evangelical Christian. And it is part of our teaching as Christians that we must give. For example, in church, you must be able to give at least 10% of your income as tight. There are other great causes that you should endeavor to give to, maybe to fight hunger, maybe to fight poverty. You can also donate money for cancer research. And hey, you know, maybe there is a friend around you that is in need. You can at least try to reach out and give to them. Again, you should start from whatever you are comfortable with. For you, it may be 5% of you or 1% of your income. Just make sure that you are giving out something so that it will become habit for you. Even again, if it's only a dollar that you can give out in a month, start from there. Do it this month. Do it next month and do it often, then it will become a habit for you. You will derive satisfaction for being a blessing to other people. And that's where I am heading today. We talked about five better money habits to cultivate in order to have a stable financial future. The first one is that you need to create a budget. You will use the budget to tell your money where to go each month. 
Number two, you need to save, then spend what is left. Don't spend and try to save what is left. Number three, you need to examine your cash flow. Make sure you are not having negative cash flow every month. If your expenses are higher than your income, that means you are having negative cash flow. That is not a good habit at all. Number four, please try and get out of debt. And number five, you need to give it out. I hope you have learned a thing or two in today's episode. Habits can be difficult to start, but once you get used to them, they are difficult to break. Start small and grow from there, and you will be able to put yourself and your family in a better financial position. Before I end today, I'm going to leave a link on this show, a link to our Facebook community. I want to learn from you. I want to hear your story. So the call to action today is share a money lesson that you think has helped you. Please share with our community or even maybe a money mistake that you've made in the past. But somehow you learn some lesson. Let's learn together. Till next week again, please don't forget to rate and review this show so that we can attract more people. And together, we'll be able to create more winners. Now, go win. This episode of Winner's Ways Podcast has come to a close. We hope you enjoy and learn something from today's show. We want you to win and excel in all areas of your life. And we regularly explore and share information with our listeners to empower them to win. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast for more tips and strategies to help you find the success that you've always dreamt of. And don't forget to rate and review so that we can continue to bring you more podcast episodes to empower you. We will love to have you again next week. Now, keep winning. Thank <laughs> you.